0: Hello, and welcome to Horror Movies and Shit. I'm your host, Jim, and with me as always is... Merry Marksmas to one and all. Yes, Merry Marksmas. How are you, sir?
1: Um, so, Jim, you have to get this recording out before Christmas, right? So you're on a deadline for this one. Mm-hmm.
0: I am. I will be editing one episode tonight and hopefully getting it released after we're done recording. I mean, I,
1: nobody can ask for a better Christmas gift than to listen to us to fucking talk about...
0: Christmas horror movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. Christmas oh. horror movies is the shit. So there's so the reason that I wanted us to talk about Christmas mm-hmm. Horror Mark mm-hmm. is this week I had the absolute pleasure mm. of watching There's Something in the Barn. Have you seen it?
1: Nope. Never heard so of this,
0: it. This this is a story about a family that moves um to Norway. It's the father, his family comes from Norway, is and The uncle that owned the farm before died. So they decide they needed a change from living in New York. They move out to Norway. They're going to turn it into a bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. Well, they uh, the young boy discovers a barn elf living in their barn, uh, as they often do. Um, And yeah, I mean, that's why it's called a barn elf. Right. Right. And there are three rules to living with a barn elf. Well, duh. Do you know what they are, Mark? Do you know know how to keep Um, the barn elf happy?
1: Yes. Um, Please tell me. Enlighten us. Okay, so rule number one is you must download and listen to horror movies and shit.
0: Okay, yeah, absolutely. Number two,
1: you must keep a barn. Okay, yes. And and number three, uh, feed the elves.
0: No. Oh, okay. So it's no bright artificial light. But could they have bright sunlight? Um. They don't come out during the day. Generally. So no no bright light at all. Right. I mean, they specifically mentioned bright artificial light. Um, No loud noises. Uh. (laughs) And no no change. No change? You cannot change a thing about the property. Uh. Uh, If you keep them happy by following the rules, they will continue to help you and be good to you. But if you break them, can you guess what happens? They they kill you. Pretty much.
1: So, I mean, not changing the the barn, I mean, that's kind of
0: a loosey-goosey one, right? No, it's not a loosey-goosey one. So, so
1: if, like, the top of the everything, barn comes everything, off... Yep, fix- every-
0: I mean, I didn't get into the specifics. It doesn't get that down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it to mean that the entire farm could not be changed. So if you're replacing a roof, that's one thing. But if you're demoing a a house and rebuilding a house, that's a big no-no.
1: So, so then we get into the ship of thesis, right? Yeah, exactly, yes. I mean, how much of the original thing needs to stay
0: to make it original? Right. So, anyway, is that this movie gives me serious critter vibes. It is a fun just little monster movie, and like down to the rubber mask that the elves are wearing because it's very obvious when they do their little chitter chatter thing that their mouths are not moving and the whole mask is just moving on their face
1: it, it almost sounds more like a gremlins one with those rules
0: kind kinda kinda um but it it just it's fun i, I really enjoyed it um it, I don't know how else to explain it it was just, I, I really liked it It was a little slow to get started, but once it got started it really went it was fun.
1: Huh, yeah, I actually uh, watched a couple of Christmas movies, also Christmas horror movies. Um, oh. I, I think they're on this
0: list, so. Okay. Well, let's uh, get started then. So we uh, have.
1: No, let's not get started yet. Okay. So, Jim. Yeah. What makes a Christmas horror movie
0: or a Christmas movie to you? It has to take place during the Christmas season. That's it. Is that it? yeah that's it so
1: even if there's no reference to christmas per se in it Mm -hmm. as long as it's shot around that time it's a christmas movie
0: not not shot around the time it has to take place during that time so like chronologically the film has to be set during the christmas christmas holiday
1: no i don't mean the actual filming of it that would be weird
0: gotcha yeah that's what i assumed you meant when you said shot around that time that, that seems a little strange
1: Um, Okay, so Die Hard's a Christmas movie, right? Absolutely. Um, There's other ones I was thinking about where people are like, oh, is that a Christmas movie? If that's a Christmas movie, but I can't remember them right now. Anyway, um, (laughs) we will just go through which list are we doing?
0: We are doing the 45, 45 Christmas horror movies ranked from Rotten Tomatoes.
1: And Again, I'll say it again. Uh, there seems to be so many more Christmas horror movies and Halloween based horror movies. Correct, it's like funny. Um, Even when you go into like Shutter Now or Amazon Prime, you go to horror yep. movies. It's like the first twenty are like Christmas horror movies now.
0: Yep, agreed. So okay, so let's start with number forty-five, Mark, shall we? Okay, uh,
1: okay. Uh, so we are
0: at nineteen eighty-nine. And yep. the movie is Elves. A department store Santa Claus, Dan Go Haggerty ahead. discovers a neo-Nazi plot to mate nice girl Julie Austin with an elf in Colorado.
1: Yeah, what do you think of Elves?
0: I have not seen it, but it sounds like it'd be right up my alley.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it either.
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, it's got a zero, a zero score on Rotten Tomatoes, so...
1: But <laughs> that, that doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, number four.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see because I know there's a, a, another terrible, at least one terrible movie, which I love on here, and we'll see what the score is.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so, the next movie's also got a zero rating.
1: You mm-hmm. want to tell us what it is? It is 1983's The Dorm That Dripped Blood.
0: Yep, it is. A Crazed Killer stocks college students, Lori Lipinski, Steven Sachs, and David Snow, who give up their vacation to clean a deserted dormitory. What did you
1: think? Not seen it.
0: Me either. <laughs> yeah. We <wouldn't laughs> so see we, we've seen a few of them, but we, we've not seen any of these, apparently. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one I know
1: about, but I haven't seen, but I, it's so just okay. the let's, premise just sounds. Let's in.
0: start with the Rotten Tomatoes score. What is the score mark? 12. Great, right, 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the synopsis is... A murderous assailant traps three people, Alice Eve, Josh Peck, and Brian Garrity, in a small kiosk containing an automatic teller machine. I don't see the horror. So they're kind of... So the, stu- movie's, let's, let's start. the movie's called ATM. Yeah. Those that don't know.
1: So it, it's basically there's a killer that's outside, and they're stuck in this um, ATM kind of little building. Oh, that's
0: that's right up your alley, isn't
1: it? Uh, No. I do like stuck in one place, but not that thing because, and I haven't seen it. So maybe it's awesome, but (laughs) I just know from just knowing stuff, it's like they park, like whenever they're going there so Mm -hmm. far away from the ATM thing and there's nobody else there. Like, why would you even do that? So even though that that just annoys me. So I haven't seen it.
0: Well, that's fair. Okay. Well, I haven't seen it, so I, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. So let's go on to number 42. We have, mm-hmm. it has a fourteen percent score on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. This is, now there there are several of this movie, so we'll start off by saying this is the two thousand six version with um, Katie Cassidy, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Lacey Chabert and Michelle Trachtenberg. Mm-hmm. It is two thousand and six Black. Oh my god, I can't fucking talk. Two thousand and six is Black Christmas. Yeah, the first remake. I've not seen the 2006 version, nor have I seen the most recent remake.
1: I, yeah, the, the most recent one, by all accounts, is absolutely god-awful. Yep. Um, this one, I remember thinking it was okay. I, I don't really yep. remember it. I get this one, uh, like the House of Wax remake, mixed mm-hmm. up in my head sometimes, because right. it's got that same sort of early 2000s remake slasher thing going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember thinking, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Okay. You only get the in-depth views here on our movies. (laughs)
0: That's right. (laughs) We really break stuff down for you. So this one I will say is legitimately probably terrible for most people, but I fucking love this movie. It's Mm -hmm. number 41 on our list. It's got a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it is. It is not the
1: um, Michael Keaton correct movie, um,
0: Jack Frost. Yep, it Jack. is about a serial killer snowman. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. It's so ridiculous, so incredibly ridiculous. Right? It could not be any more stupid. It it's right up there with Ginger Dead Man. I mean, it's so terrible, but. I love it for all of its ridiculousness. Well, yeah, and I mean... It's it, fully, it fully engages in that ridiculousness, and it just owns it. Every bit of it. Because, come on, a fucking killer snowman? The only thing you need is a hairdryer.
1: Yeah, and again, this falls very firmly in the kind of full moon-type pictures yep. that were going on at the time. Kind of, well, I think, the sci-fi channel... Mm -hmm. was around this when they started getting into their kind of crappy ones. Uh, But yeah, Yeah. this is definitely um, (laughs) weird, but funny. Uh, But also kind of nasty in places. Mm -hmm. And um, speaking about that, um, this, I believe, was the first movie of which uh, star? (laughs) I don't know. Salmon Elizabeth.
0: I thought, you know what? She plays the mayor's daughter or something like that. I thought that was her, but I, I just never really looked it up.
1: Yeah, she's the one that gets, uh, um, attacked. Mm. Attacked. In the shower.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, I think there's been, what, two or three after this? Yeah, I'm sure there is, but I've never seen them. I've never seen any of them. I only watched the original.
1: Um... Yeah, and again, I just go back to that time because I think the other um, Jack Frost came out around the same time ish. I think it was 99, maybe. And I I just wonder how many grandparents went (laughs) 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 down. Do you have that Jack Frost movie? Right. You know, for the kids. Um, So, yeah.
0: Okay. So, next up is number 40. It is a, oh, yeah. a, a much more recent film. Mm-hmm. It's got a 17% score on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yes, and this is the Grinch one. Yeah, the did. mean one. Yeah, uh, Starring so
0: everybody's favorite clown, David Howard Thornton. <laughs> yep. So we'll read the synopsis real quick. It's one Christmas Eve in a sleeping mountain town. Cindy's family is killed and her Christmas is stolen by bloodthirsty green grouch in a Santa suit. 20 years later, Cindy returns to town with one goal, trapping and killing the mean one. I have not seen it, but I'll be perfectly honest. I am so over the whole, well, it's in the public domain. Let's make it a horror movie shit.
1: Yeah, so you could you could almost do an entire uh, episode, but I don't really want to watch any of them. Uh, right. Uh, the Banana Splits. And, I
0: loved the Banana Splits.
1: Uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Mm-hmm. This one. Yeah. Um, what was the other one that came out recently? Um, but even like Willy's Wonderland. And yeah, like there's just a lot of those types of,
0: hey, it's, remember, like, being a kid?
1: Five Nights at Freddy's, I guess, but...
0: You know. Yeah, I mean, but um, at least that got it... That that was not a small independent film, you know, like everybody else is making. Right. Well, I mean, I don't care about that as long as it's good. No, but, I mean, they These are independent films, but from what I've seen, like, with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and The Mean One, what I've seen is the production... The, they embrace being low budget almost to a fault. Like they strive to make it look as bad as possible. There's not a, we're going to make good, good film right now. We're, we're just going to make a low budget, shitty looking film and try and make it a, a big hit, like Terrifier. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, I, I feel like a
1: lot of them are, as you say, hey, let's find something public domain. Mm-hmm. And- then let's make some sort of crazy horror movie around it. And then it'll get like
0: a lot of buzz on social media because right. everybody's like,
1: Oh my God, did you hear about what they're doing? to Winnie the Pooh?" or blah, 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 blah. blah. Imagine
0: if the Berenstain bears ever became public domain.
1: <laughs> Is
0: that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Yeah. How do you pronounce it?
1: Oh, I, I I never knew. I just know this is one of like the Mandela effect ones. It is, where...
0: yeah, because I firmly remember it being Bernstein Bears or Bernstein Bears. <laughs> okay. I do. I I I have that memory. I remember having the books, but I can't prove it. So, um, okay, so this next one, uh, 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 this is what we're talking
1: about. Yeah, twenty two percent. Now yep. this is an absolute Christmas cracker.
0: What does that mean, um, Christmas Cracker?
1: It's, it's a really, really good Christmas movie.
0: So okay. in the, in the so, UK... So, in, yeah, I was going to say, here here in the United States, we don't necessarily describe things as cracker. That's yeah, usually a derogatory term.
1: There's also a double meaning, because in the UK, um, maybe other countries, we have Christmas crackers, which isn't a food. Oh. It's... Um, like a cardboard um, tube with okay. two kind of handles and you sit down and you, the person next to you in the dinner table, you both take one end of it and pull it and it makes a snap. And then like a little prize comes
0: out and it's a Christmas thing and a joke. And a um, of- you people are so fucking weird. Can, can <laughs> we get on with the movie? Hey, I just said it was a Christmas cracker. Okay,
1: um, so this movie is so good, you don't even have to watch the first one. And why is that, Mark? There's a reason behind that. Because like 80% of the movie is flashbacks of the first (laughs) one. Right. (laughs) Interspersed with the amazing Eric Freeman Mm -hmm. and his wonderful dancing eyebrows. Mm -hmm. This is Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, which is just one of the best... Worst movies.
0: Yeah, agreed. I I enjoyed Silent Night, Deadly Night. The the first three. I haven't seen anything beyond that.
1: I have seen I've seen them all, apart from four. I think.
0: Is that the one with Mickey Rooney?
1: No, I've seen that one. Okay, that one's that one's bonkers. Yeah, but it's it's worth watching. It's it's entertaining. Like the Mm -hmm. whole thing is just like crazy, which is funny because Mickey Rooney is one of those people that came out. When the first one came out, I'm saying this is terrible. We should never be doing this. And, you know, the whole everybody up in
0: arms because it's a killer Santa movie, even though it wasn't the first one. So I don't know. Right. I mean, the the, the Santa in the first movie rapes and kills. That's what he does. And then that absolutely destroys the little kid in the car. Mm hmm. Okay. so next up, I remember watching this movie and really enjoying it, but I don't remember much about it. So we are at number thirty-eight. We have a thirty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 2007's P2. So and this I is, go, ahead. What? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say this was one of the ones that
1: uh, I was scrolling past whenever I was looking for something to watch. Yep. I noticed this is Alexandra Aja ah, Aja Um co wrote this. Yep.
0: Um, but I haven't seen it yet. Um but I will. I, I appreciate it. I, I enjoyed it. I don't I don't know why. They're saying it's it's low on suspense. I thought it was an enjoyable watch. Granted, I've never gone back and watched it to understand if there's things that I probably missed in the in the first time I watched it, but I liked it. Okay. Um,
1: next one is 2008 movie with, oh, Craig Sheffer and Kim Basinger.
0: Mm-hmm. And Lucas Haas. So let's not forget uh, him.
1: Don't know who that is. Uh, You'd know him
0: if you saw him. He's like the, the budget... Uh, or the the <laughs> oh my god what's his name <sighs> Elijah Wood he's like the he's like the Aldi version of Elijah Wood
1: it's like Craig Sheffer is the uh good value of I don't know Scott Bakula I
0: don't know. yeah right <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a movie thirty eight percent uh while she was out I've not
0: seen this so I haven't seen it either but. I do like Lucas Haas. He was very big in the 80s. He was a, a great child actor. Um, I This is a revenge movie, it looks like, and I would enjoy that kind of movie. I like Kim Basinger. Yeah,
1: I've never heard of this.
0: Not me either. Okay, so number 36 is 2020's... Well, it's got a 40% score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, 2020's It Cuts Deep. And it says, while on Christmas vacation, uh, a young man with commitment issues tries desperately to hang on to his relationship when a rival enters the picture. This sounds like a giant snore fest. I right. have no desire to see this at all. Nope. Never heard of it. Never want to. Yep. What's uh, up next, Mark? <laughs> Oddly enough,
1: the 2018 <clears> version of Black Christmas, which has got a 40%. Um, which I am kind of shocked about because, um, but again, this is Rotten Tomatoes, so who knows? Right. Um, yeah. I just heard like from people
0: that I kind of generally trust their views on mm-hmm. awful, awful things about this. Yeah. it. I, I have no idea. It says it's not remake yet. Not as sharp as the original black Christmas stabs at timely feminist themes, but mostly hits on familiar poles. So maybe at some point I'll watch it, but I don't have any plans to. I do like Imogen Poots though. Yeah. So next up, we have a movie we've already discussed a few times. Um, I think with Alan Shivers, we talked about this. Um, it is uh, number thirty-four. It's got a forty-six percent. It's 2007's and Wind Chill with Emily Blunt. Yep. yep. So I it. I still have not seen it, so I, I have nothing to nothing to compare. It yeah, to. I, I rewatched it
1: recently. Um, in the last year or so, um, it it holds up. I mean, it's nothing groundbreaking. You can tell it's kind of mm-hmm. lower budget, but you know, it's interesting to see Emily Blunt when she was younger, yeah, <laughs> uh, playing an American, um, and you know, it, it's good. I like it.
0: Okay, it's worth to watch. What's up next, Mark?
1: Uh, we have uh, again the movie which you don't have to see if you've already <laughs> seen Silent Night, Deadly Night two. Right. It's Silent like Deadly Night. Yeah, it's got a... 1984.
0: It's got a 46%. So we're, we're climbing the ladder here.
1: Yeah. Um, I love this movie. Well, that's because you're naughty.
0: I know. It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. To really? To be honest. Yeah, it really did. How old were you when you watched it? I want to say I was somewhere around 10 years old the first time. Did your mom put it on for you? Uh, I don't think so because christmas eve night no i'm fairly certain she didn't only because of the rape scene and because as we've talked about before she did not allow me to see any sort of wow. sexual activity
1: <laughs> apart from the movie that's all about
0: that yes mm-hmm. anyway next mark what do you got um uh, your favorite uh d wallace
1: I love her. It's 2016's Red Christmas.
0: I have never heard of this.
1: Uh, but this have, sounds I'm freaking to, awesome. I'm just trying to remember if I've seen it.
0: So it says a widow and her bickering family gather at her remote estate on Christmas Eve. She must soon protect them all from a hideously deformed killer who's out for bloody revenge. Uh. It just sounds amazing. But it
1: sounds so yeah. low-budget. No, I haven't seen this. Oh, what do you mean? D. Wallace would
0: never do a low-budget movie. Have you seen 13 yet? Uh, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> number 31 has a 50% score. Hmm. It is 2016's Holidays. Yeah. Is this the one? Hang on. Is this the one with the, the weird holidays in it? No. No. Valentine's nope. Day? Yeah. Yeah, 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 Because I mean, this is the one with Saint Patrick's Day where she has she gives birth to a snake. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. a this, holiday. No, no, but I mean it's not ones that you would normally see in a story, right? It's not all it's not it's got some offbeat
1: yeah I mean,
0: holidays. I, you know what I mean?
1: mean? I guess they're they're just like if you're right to do an anthology movie and you're like, Okay, let's just do it one around, around holidays. Right it would be Christmas,
0: or, New Year's Eve, Halloween, the big stuff.
1: No, but well St.
0: Patrick's Day, you, Valentine's
1: have, Day. Yeah, if you have a number of different slots in there, you could pick
0: other ones too. Yeah, I'm gonna say honestly that St. Patrick's Day, um, that that was really fucking twisted. I loved it. The 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 one which sticks out
1: in my memory is the Easter one. Because the Easter bunny <laughs> it just like looks amazingly creepy in it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He does. You're right. But that when she gives birth to that snake, oh my god.
1: Ugh. You've never Gross. done work through a snake? No. Not yet. Let's see what Santa brings you.
0: That's right. What's up next, Mark?
1: Uh, well, it's an apology uh, to you, Jim. Oh, yeah? Uh, because I have not seen the apology. Damn it. 2022. Damn it, with 52%? Yep. Um, why isn't Let's, it? See. Let's
0: see, what is it? What does it say on here about this movie? 20 years after the disappearance of her daughter, recovering alcoholic Darlene Hagen is preparing to host her family's Christmas celebration with her best friend Gretchen. Late Christmas Eve, Darlene's estranged ex-brother-in-law, Jack, the dicks are always named Jack, arrives unannounced, bearing nostalgic gifts and a heavy secret. Soon Darlene finds herself caught between reason and ruthless instinct. Trapped together by a dangerous storm, a battle of wits escalates to a violent game of revenge. This sounds horrible. Yeah, sounds. Uh, so let's just be honest. It it can't be great because Janine Garofalo is one of the headliners, right? She's a great <laughs> she's a great uh, supporting character, but I do not like anything she headlines. So um, Janine, Gen- I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> I seriously doubt it. Up next, Mark, is a movie that I just happened to see this week. And
1: this was another one, which I was just waving across. Um, I was asking the wife if she wanted to watch something Christmas horror. And I said, "Whoa, what about this one? It's a wonderful life. It's kind of comedy. Um, yep. Horror, um, you know, based on a, It's a Wonderful Life, obviously. And she's like, nah, I've never seen that original movie. So I don't, I'm not interested. I'm like, Your wife
0: the... has never seen It's a Wonderful Life? Correct. Mark. Hey. Mark. What are you doing over there? That you have not exposed your wife to George Burns? Or not George Burns? What George, what the fuck is his name? <laughs>
1: it's um, George. George. No, it's not. It's not George. It's uh, okay. Um, it's starring um, not uh, Carrie Grant. Merry
0: Christmas, Savings and Loan. Stewart.
1: Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Right? Jimmy Stewart yeah um yeah hey that's not up to me um that's it's up. not no
0: i'm sorry sir but are you not the provider for the family would you not be in charge
1: yeah but i, I just watch horror movies
0: <laughs> okay fair enough so anyway this is uh it's a wonderful knife from 2023 which has a 54 percent on rotten tomatoes i just saw this and let me just say this is a perfectly flawed movie they completely waste justin long because he's in very little of the movie. Joel McHale is fantastic. Um, but it is the it's right up there with Thanksgiving where it is a stupid fucking slasher film, but I had so much fun watching it. Yep.
1: And honestly, I don't get the just the long thing. I think he's fine, but like I I don't really care whether he's in the movie or whether he isn't. Well,
0: no, but I just I think with the fact that he's in the movie, he's he's a wasted opportunity. They could have done a lot more with his character. But they really just don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, up next, number twenty-eight, Mark. What do we got?
1: Uh this is twenty uh Saint, also known as Sint, which I've not that? seen. What is uh, this about? Um, this is another this is uh is it Dutch? I don't know,
0: but it's directed by Dick Moss. Yes, who did? Um but well, doesn't that mean a lot of dick? Didn't
1: he do Amsterdam? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I might be. Kidding. So a deadly medieval legend springs to life. Yep. So a deadly medieval legend springs to life whenever there's a full moon on December 5th. It sort of sounds like a Christmas, uh, uh Krampus movie, almost. Uh, yes. haha, <laughs> I was right.
1: So he made Amsterdam. I was just checking that while you were talking. Oh, that's fine. It was more interesting.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I I, you. I've also not
1: seen Amsterdam, so don't ask I've, me. I've I haven't
0: seen either one, so I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Um, yeah,
1: um, sent, I, I'm going to catch up to it. If it was on streaming right now, one of my services... I it
0: think. says it is. On what? It says it you can rent Saint on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, or buy oh, no, it on Prime rent. Video or Apple TV. No, 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 no. Well, pardon me, <laughs> cheapskate. I
1: don't rent movies. I spend enough on streaming services. I don't (laughs) know.
0: Okay. So what's up next, Mark? Okay. uh,
1: We have, again, this was another one, which I'm like, "Hmm, maybe we should watch it. haven't got around to it yet. Probably still will this Christmas time. This is the remake, or I guess it's more of a sequel. um, From what I've heard, Um, Silent Night, which is uh, from Silent Night, Deadly Night. With uh, Malcolm McDowell.
0: Now, is this is this in that same universe? Yep. Really? I did not know that. Okay.
1: I, th- I think it's supposed to be like a remake, but what I've heard is it's more like a sequel.
0: Well, I mean, it's just weird that he's wearing a mask. Like, he's wearing a Santa mask.
1: That's a, that's he's not a, just wearing this the beard. Different. They're not keeping it in the same uh, vein. As right.
0: It, it seems like it'd be a little bit different. Wow. But, I mean, that's okay. Well, it work. It could work. Changes. I mean, it could work. It could it could work really, really well, but it could be just terrible. I don't know. I'm really interested in this next one, though, because I love Shelley Winters. Granted, this movie's older than I am, which is saying a lot, but it's got a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is uh, 1972's Who Slew Auntie Roo? Mrs. Forrest, Shelley Winters, Who's known as Auntie Rue has a holiday tradition of inviting orphans to her mansion for a party, but Rue isn't completely sane. She lost her husband and is obsessed with her deceased daughter, whose corpse she still keeps in the house. So when Katie Combs sneaks into her party with her brother, Christopher, the deranged lady abducts the young girl with hopes of replacing her daughter. Christopher must then try to save Katie. This sounds like it's right up my alley. I need to watch this, and I need to watch it yesterday.
1: Well, that's your homework for this week absolutely who slew auntie
0: rue yes i need to find that i've not seen it i have not either what's next mark i've not i so i'm gonna admit i have passed this movie by so many times and i don't know why all the creatures were stirring
1: yeah 2018s um it I don't remember the actor's name, but I really like him as an actor. He was like the lead guy in John Dies at the end. Um
0: Is that Jonathan Kite?
1: Oh god, I don't see.
0: Or Matt Long. God damn Matt Long has a jaw on him, doesn't he? <laughs> do.
1: And is this guy, uh, his name is Chase Williamson. Who? Chase Williamson.
0: I don't even see him on under the cast and crew at all.
1: Uh, he's got a very small role in it.
0: Well, then who cares?
1: I'm just saying I anyway. like the actor and he was in it.
0: I don't care. What is the... Well, uh, tell tell me about the movie. Care. Tell me about the movie, Mark.
1: Um, I would if I could remember anything about it.
0: The joyful spirit it's, of Christmas takes one dark turn after another. From sadistic it's like the, to office the, parties.
1: Yeah, it's like there's a, they're doing like a Christmas office party, and then there's somebody in there to kill them, and
0: it's. So, from sadistic office parties and last-minute shopping nightmares to vengeful stalkers and immortal demons, well, I'm assuming this is an anthology, right? Correct. Yeah, I, the, I haven't watched it.
1: The um office part is the wraparound story okay gotcha think god yeah so i remember <laughs> liking it but i i don't no. remember much about it
0: <laughs> well i can tell you i don't know anything about number 24 what maniac cup two mm-hmm Have you i've seen, seen the ever? original but I, i've seen the original i've not seen i don't remember seeing yeah, this there's one
1: there's two and three i think three is like mask of justice or something maybe um, maniac cup two um it's, uh, got, it's a lot of fun. C- Claudia Christian's in it. Um, and it's funny because she was in... Uh, what else? Um, the Hidden. The Hidden. never ever Hidden. seen The no, Hidden either. with Carol McLaughlin? I don't think I have. It's like a sci-fi horror-ish. It's um, done by Jack Shoulder.
0: Oh, I know her face. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, because she was in Babylon 5. She's been in a lot of stuff, yeah.
1: Is that what she was in? Somebody's gonna kill me. And they're like, no, it's the other one. Um, and uh, Robert Davi.
0: I love Robert Davi. Yeah.
1: Um. I don't remember again too much about this one. I remember it being fun, but not as good as the first one. Uh, doesn't need, you know.
0: Same yeah, she director, was a, I believe. She's a fantastic character actress. That Claudia Christian. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I've not seen it, so I, I'm not going to talk about it. We will talk about number 23, though.
1: Remember being like a Christmas movie, but it could be.
0: <laughs> well, let's see. Let me read the uh, the description, see if that tells us why it's a Christmas movie. No, it doesn't. Renegade police officer Matthew Cordell, Robert Zadar, once roamed the streets of New York City unleashing his murderous brand of vigilante justice upon his denizens before being struck down by good cop Jack Forrest. Now, Forrest is eager to move on from those heinous events, but he is stopped short when a familiar killing spree begins. Though thought dead and gone, Cordell is back from the grave and ready to wreak his merciless havoc once more. Then, then. I have no idea why this is cri- considered a yeah, Christmas movie.
1: Maybe it's shot at Christmas. Or, Man, who knows. you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> so next up is number 23's, uh, 2021's Silent Night. It's got a 66% on Silent on Silent Tomatoes. Oh my god. Silent Tomatoes? On Silent Tomatoes. Well, yeah, Attack
1: of the Silent Tomatoes.
0: Attack of the Silent Tomatoes, yes. Okay, oh, um, yeah, I don't know anything about this movie specifically. i I, I keep seeing it, but I, I keep passing it by because it just looks boring.
1: It it's just got the most generic cover.
0: Yeah, it's it just it uh so basically They've invited their closest friends to join the family for Christmas dinner at their idyllic home in the English countryside. As the group comes together, it feels like old times, but behind all the laughter and merriment, something is not quite right. The world outside is facing impending doom, and no amount of gifts, games, or Prosecco can make mankind's imminent destruction go away. See, this just seems like it would be so fucking boring, and I have no desire to see it. So, number 22 is one of my personal favorites. Yeah. It, it, it is a modern day classic. And this should be way higher. This is why I think Rotten Tomatoes is not. I the, agree.
1: Um, Rating. Are you going to
0: tell the audience what it is? It
1: is Michael Doherty's 2015 Krampus.
0: I just watched this last night, actually. It's got a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, if you think
1: about it, Michael Doherty's made a classic Halloween and a classic Christmas movie. I, I don't know who he is. Let me look this up. He made a uh, trick or treat.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Which was okay. He also was a screenwriter for X2 mm-hmm. and Godzilla King of monsters. He was a director and screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So- I absolutely adore Krampus. I think it's a fun holiday movie and it, it has a very disturbing ending. <laughs> i mean um, if, you, if you think about it because at the end they all realize they're all trapped with those people from wow, there's ever. a spoiler right there oh look it's from 2015 if anybody hasn't seen it by now it's almost 10 years old fuck you
1: I could have at least warned the audience
0: hey spoiler alert i just killed krampus
1: yeah I think anyway next um, another one that's on streaming
0: right now, which I have not seen, Christmas Evil from 1980. Eavesdropping on Mother turns a boy into a killer who roams the streets dressed as Santa Claus. Oh, okay. That sounds very odd. But I'm probably here for it. I'll have to check it out.
1: But again, this was four years before Silent Night, Deadly Night. Right. Maybe this didn't it. Get-
0: you know, I am gonna listen to I'm gonna watch for it. I'm gonna look for it. And all that outrage, they love that. Um yeah.
1: this, the producer is a silent night daily night, which is why I've got four sequels. Right.
0: <laughs> and a remake. Uh-huh. So there you go. Come on, concerned parents. Right. Fuck you, mom's for liberty. Um anyway. Next up is uh number twenty on our list. It's got a seventy three percent mark on the old silent tomato meter. Seven tomato meters? Silent Tomato meter. I said it was a joke. <laughs> seven Tomato. He's got a seventy three out of seven.
1: <laughs> and again, whenever we talk about cult um Bob Clark has made two Christmas classics.
0: I guess he has, and this one it will forever. Um, it 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 almost is the blueprint for the modern day slasher, isn't it? It's definitely
1: up there as one of the prototypes. Right. Um, It really has. I mean, it really shares a lot with uh, Giallo movies. It does. um, You're right. With, you know, the the unseen killer making phone calls and all this sort of stuff. So Giallo-esque.
0: And I know that since you turned me into a Giallo expert. Well, yeah. Because I've seen one.
1: Exactly. Yep. Uh, But again, this is uh, like, and this is where, you know, Margot Kidder, right? Right. Unfortunately, she just, you know, a lot of people to see her as Lois Lane. Right. She was an awesome actress.
0: She was. My favorite and, Margot Kidder movie is, is Amityville.
1: And I think she gets unfairly just kind of misremembered. Probably the same as Christopher Reeve, too. Um, yeah. Just in that role. Um, yeah. Olivia Hussey in here. Um, again, this is. What'd was you call what, me? You're a hussy. Um, oh, okay. And again, this is. Uh, uh, maybe the earliest version or one of the earliest versions of, Hey, the killer is calling from inside your house. Right. Spoiler.
0: And it sounds a, it it also stars a very young Andrea Martin who I absolutely fucking adore. I I think she is a fantastic actress. I love her and everything she's done that I've seen.
1: And yeah, I mean, as far as slashers go, it's great, but (laughs) maybe the best part of this movie for me is the, the, girl that he kills up in the attic mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody ever finds her <laughs> and yeah, she's there with some plastic over his over her face right uh
0: okay okay so number 19 mark what do we got
1: um another one which is on streaming right now i don't know i, I guess they're picking a lot of these new ones. Um, it's i prep the devil
0: i've not heard of this one before
1: um so
0: enlighten me i will what I click on it, <laughs> so like, uh, I take it you haven't seen it either, then. No, I haven't seen it, but I, you know, I saw the synopsis of it whenever I was, uh, when I was. Okay, it. so hoping for a joyful family reunion, Matt and his wife pay a surprise visit to their home, to the home of his estranged brother Steve, to celebrate Christmas. To their shock, and horror, they learn that Steve has a hostage in his basement—a man he claims is the devil. But I think it's Santa. It doesn't say it's Santa, but I don't know. I think that's why it's a Christmas movie. Oh, is that it? it does, not not the fact that they're just visiting on Christmas. It's because yeah. he's got Santa trapped and he's calling him the exactly. devil. I could be wrong. Do, do you think he's, he's dyslexic and maybe he mistook Santa for Satan? Probably. Fair enough. Okay, Mark, have you seen this next one? Uh, no,
1: but I'm Nina. surprised I haven't.
0: So, this is uh, 2003's Dead End. It has a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. What is this one about, Mark? This is about, let me tell you, when a family en route to a Christmas Eve gathering decides to take a shortcut down a wooden road, an eerie sequence of events signals trouble ahead. After nearly colliding with an oncoming car, Father Frank, Ray Wise, how could this be bad? Exactly. Picks up a ghostly hitchhiker, Amber Smith, and her infant child. With the sudden appearance of their new passengers, the route becomes dark and treacherous, and the family's numbers rapidly begin to dwindle in a series of seemingly connected, grisly roadside accidents. Do you know? What 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 are they have th- like thirty-seven people in the car or something? I think I have seen this.
1: But it must have been whenever soon after it came out.
0: Yeah, I have not seen this one. But yeah. it it just when sounds you, like there's thirty seven pe- people. I saw that. It's but it sounds like there's thirty seven people in the car. Well, yeah, it's a big <laughs> car. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I, I I might check that out eventually. But I want to talk about number 17, Mark. Tell me what number 17 is.
1: Okay, this is um, the wonderful uh, movie, um, which I have not seen. I watched it's it last night. 2021's Red Snow. Oh, with Vernon Wells in it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, it, this is an abomination. Oh, that's I made it through I made it through 30 minutes and had to turn it off because it was so terrible. <laughs> so essentially... A bat flies into the side of a house, and mm-hmm. this romance novelist picks it up, puts it into her garage, and it turns into a vampire. Where she instantly becomes infatuated and starts feeding it blood.
1: But this has got seventy-five percent on it's Silent Tomato. It's fucking
0: ridiculous. It's terrible. Silent Tomato should have remained silent. So well, well, what happens in the end, Jim? I have no idea. I turned it off after 30 minutes. What what if the last hour is uh,
1: superb? Trust me, it's not. Well, it's got 75%. It's fucking
0: terrible. You heard it here, folks. Uh, You did. Please save yourself the time and the headache. So, number 16 is uh, 2008's The Children, with a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is an unsettling and spine-chilling boot low-budget British horror with effective and disturbing scares. Mark, have you seen this one? It is British. No. Okay, so let us read... Oh, the... hang on. Maybe I...
1: I... I might have. Yes, I have Wait. seen this.
0: Okay, I, tell I, us about I... this movie, because I haven't seen it.
1: Oh, let, me, let me go
0: here to make sure it's the one I definitely... Two families gathered at an upscale English yeah. estate in late and December. It started to go crazy um, right. suffer, we can bonding but when they were One of the children becomes sick and all of the children Okay, so I, I think I have started to watch this, but I don't think I've seen it I, all.
1: This was pretty good. Um from memory. Um Killer Kids.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love Killer Kids. One
1: of the kids isn't effect by it or something and they're trying to warn the rest, the adults and stuff. Um yeah, worth a watch. Okay. What's up next, Mark? Uh, this is Alex de la Gezia, Uh The Day of the Beast from 1995, and I saw this in 1995, and I really have to watch it again. It's amazing. It's amazing? Do you want to elaborate? Uh, so, I don't know if you know Alex de la Glazia. He Who? did things like Witching and Bitching, and he does... I that, hated that movie.
0: Um, what, 30 Coins... Thing on I haven't that. seen that, but I, I see our friend Jeff is really obsessed with that yeah. show.
1: And, and he's just like kind of balls of the wall, um, comedy, horror, just kind of wackiness. Um, and yeah, I, I've not seen this since it came out, but I loved it, uh, and I really must watch it again. This is a good reminder for me to watch it.
0: Okay, so I have not seen it, and I have absolutely no opinion, but I did want to discuss something. So. We're looking at this score. What score did this movie get on the Rotten, on the tomato meter, Mark? 77. Do you know what that score is based on? What? One review? 13. 13 fucking reviews. Why? How many did they normally do? I, I have no idea, but that's just ridiculous. Well, is the it? 76 for the children is based on 17 reviews. Well, okay. So we, we can't trust these people, Mark. These tomatoes are terrible. I'm not a big fan
1: of tomatoes.
0: (laughs) Okay. So let me stop trying to be funny. So. (laughs) You
1: were trying to be funny?
0: I was. So (laughs) number 14. Ladies ladies
1: and gentlemen, just let you know, Jim was trying to be funny.
0: Right. So uh, number 14 on our list is uh, 2018's Await Further Instructions with an 81% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, uh, How many uh, reviews? Take a guess. Twelve. Twenty-one. Wow. So I I have seen this movie and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was an interesting premise and it was a little bit different, so I liked it. Um, so I've, I did. I did not remember that it took place on Christmas Day.
1: I, I have a question for you about this. one Sure. Because I guess whenever *Scanners* came out, right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. There was lists of like other "quote unquote" analog horrors. Yep. And this was on it. Yep. But I've avoided it. <laughs> Because I'm like, if it's like Skinnamarink, it's then... nothing
0: like Skinnamarink.
1: Okay, so it's, a, it's an actual movie.
0: It is an actual movie. There's there's action, shit happens, people get hurt. It's it's definitely a movie. How are they well, aim- essentially?
1: Of the, so uh, what
0: what essentially well. happens is this family is essentially uh, trapped in their house, and the only thing they can do is listen to their TV for instructions on how to survive. And that's it. And all the TV is telling them is stay indoors and await further instruction. And then trouble ensues. That's all I'm going to say, because it, it definitely is worth a watch at least once through.
1: I'll give it 30 minutes.
0: You, you'll you give it more than that, I promise. You, you will. You'll probably make it through there, through this movie.
1: We'll see. We'll see.
0: OK, what's up next, Mark? OK, so this is one I did watch this
1: week, and this is a first time watch.
0: Yeah, and um, how was it? Because I keep I, I scrolled past it several times this week.
1: This is a Belgian uh, slash French, as Alan was saying. Sometimes I think they're cross uh, produced, but not sorry, Flemish. No, leave the Flemish out of this. Um, <laughs> and this is uh, at eighty two percent on Silent Tomatoes. Twenty twenty is the Advent calendar.
0: Yeah, so tell me about this movie. I mean, obviously, it's about a paraplegic.
1: Well, how is it obviously about a paraplegic?
0: Well, based on the uh, the wheelchair in the movie poster.
1: <laughs> well, no, she could just have a broken leg.
0: She's a paraplegic. I've read the synopsis. Let's, yeah, you've read let's the
1: synopsis, pen- so obvious.
0: It is obvious because she's in a wheelchair.
1: <laughs> Everybody in a wheelchair is a paraplegic.
0: No, but it's a it's a logical assumption given that she's no, in a
1: we No, you it's just because you read the, the no. synopsis.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> it might also have to do with the fact that I did start to watch the trailer. <laughs> so so it's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. So anyway, tell us about the movie. Was it good? Should we watch it? What what happened?
1: I did enjoy it. Um it's mm-hmm. something a little bit different. Um <laughs> So our, our main actress, um, our main character, um, as you yeah. said, um, kind of she's newly uh, uh, paraplegic. Yep, just three um, years. So she's still trying to come to terms with it. Um, I think after three years she'd get over it, right? She's having a real, like, well, it's more about the people around her. So, like, her boss is all like, oh, you know, uh, you need to, like work harder or whatever we spent a lot of money installing ramps and stuff for you and all that sort of stuff like just that just that sort of bullshit right okay um, there's more of those people around her mm-hmm. who are just like awful horrible people and some of them try to take advantage of her okay. um but she's given a german advent calendar um okay. from her friend as kind of a because bir- her birthday at the start of the December, like December fourth or whatever, and um, she's like, "Okay, that's awesome, and it's really cool looking. It's like a big wooden, it's like a big wooden piece of wood, <laughs> big calendar. Um, so with all the doors wait, and
0: wait, wait, did you just describe it as a big
1: wooden piece of wood? It, it is. It's got lots of pieces of wood put together with okay. nails and the sort." Uh, and all these little boxes in there,
0: obviously, as an <laughs> so I, I want everybody to understand. He just described it as a big wooden piece of wood. Oh, shut up, Silent Tomatoes! <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> kind of
1: reflect. Um, a, a, a big wooden objet d'art. How about that? Is that Oj better? dart. Um, and uh, it, it's it's. Got like this inscription on the back and again it's in German and her friend can speak German and, and whatnot. it's like Does it um, say it's a giant piece of wooden wood? <laughs> says if you throw away if you throw this away, I will kill you. No. Oh. <laughs> and then she opens uh it's it, like I say, it's like December third or whatever, so she opens the first three doors and the first one it's a piece of candy and it says on it, um Ooh, if, piece you, of if, if you eat this candy You must eat all the rest uh, of the candy that you find, or I'll kill you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) it's a very passive-aggressive advent calendar.
1: And so, so what it turns out to be, it's kind of like um, a monkey's paw sort of thing, where there's different doors lead to different things happening to people um, that she might want something bad to happen to for okay. example um it also well i, I will not say certain parts because i don't want to spoil it but it gives her these uh, you know it's kind of this wish fulfillment but you know uh, like wish master it's like you mm-hmm. know there's going to be some there's bad sides to it too right yep there's <laughs>
0: always a catch fucker
1: um but no, it's, it's really interesting, um, movie. I really enjoyed it. it it's kind of slowish, ish, yep. I would say. Um, so just be prepared for that. But I mean, I think the characters are engaging. Um, the main woman really looks like, um, what's her face from Megan that I like?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The aunt.
1: Yeah. What's her name?
0: I don't remember. Okay. So um, up next mm-hmm. at number 12. Anyway, we have. Of- Okay, before we go, um, no, so, no, 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 no. I, I don't care about the niece no, or the aunt. So,
1: no, I'm not talking about that. So, <laughs> so, this, so this movie, um, it's got a very interesting ending too.
0: Let me just say. That. Okay, is it nihilistic like Martyrs, or is it a little more hopeful? I, I will not say anything else. Well, if you like it, it's got to be nihilistic. It has to be. Not, well, maybe. I've yet to see you enjoy a happy movie, happy ending movie.
1: I, what do you mean? I do like happy endings too
0: name one jaws <laughs> i don't know that that's a happy ending that's a you survivor
1: story end. I mean I, I mean most of, you know all, most of the great movies have happy endings right so I gonna like those do things mm-hmm.
0: like you're not saying et you're talking about jaws which is just survivors not not actually it's a happy, happy ending
1: it's a happy ending
0: yes it, it's not a happy ending that only one person survives
1: Two people survived, Jim. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, anyway. Number 12.
1: Uh, uh, oh, that's worse than my wood being a piece of wood. Hang <laughs> your head and shame.
0: No. I don't know, Shane. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So next up is number 12. It's 2007's Inside with an 85% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You've seen this one, Mark?
1: This is my second favorite uh, movie um, of the uh, new French extremities okay. movement. Um, this is absolutely fantastic.
0: Is it really? I it, I. it sounds interesting.
1: Oh, it's it's a total home invasion movie, uh, but really, it's uh, a pregnant woman being stalked by
0: somebody else—a um, scissor wielding psychopath. On on Christmas Day and, and other people, cr- uh, sir sir I I'm sorry but I need to correct you. It's Christmas
1: Eve. Or Christmas Eve and other people turn up. Um, so it's not just her and the and the person, but it's um, very bloody, very gory, mm-hmm. uh, not for the faint of heart. Um, well acted, um, well directed, brutal, but really good. Brutal like baby brutal, like what? <laughs> it, it, it's even more brutal than Halloween, Jim. Oh if
0: wow, you, nice. Nice. I, I do like a brutal movie.
1: Oh yeah, if you like uh, you know, the French more extreme uh movies, uh mm-hmm. check out Inside or L'enterré. What's i say in France. en
0: français. En français. Okay. Yeah. So, what do we got at number
1: 11? Uh 2020's hosts.
0: Never seen it, never heard of it. Me either. So shall we talk about it?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if,
0: I mean, we, we talk shit about everything else. We might as well talk about something we've never seen, right? Yeah, 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 this one's terrible. Yeah, right. So it's based on 12 reviews, but it has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So we have a family falls victim to unimaginable terror when they invite their sweet young neighbors over to celebrate Christmas Eve. How unimaginable is it if somebody wrote a movie about it? It sounds pretty imaginable to me, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So mm-hmm. anyway, next. Next up is uh, the uh, William Shatner vehicle. <laughs> I tried to watch this and I could not get through fifteen minutes of it. Oh no, it was fine.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't really think it should be this high up um, mm. on this list. And it's uh, 2015's "A Christmas Horror Story." Yep. Um 83%. Pretty forgettable, I, I guess. Based on based on how many reviews there, Mark? Uh fourteen.
0: Twenty-three. Oh. Um so I think Based the, on when you get when you get to, to five hundred plus ratings, can you guess what the score is? The audience score for this movie. Oh. Um forty.
1: Forty eight. Yeah. That's what I figured. Um, yeah. Uh Probably the crampest part is the most memorable, but um, yep. otherwise, it was a one-time watch. It was just all right. Mm,
0: that was it. Okay. And at number nine, we have 2021's The Retaliators with an 88% score on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah. I've not seen the next like five of these movies.
0: <laughs> so... This movie has is based the it's tomato meter score is based off of 43 reviews.
1: Mm. I've seen this on Shudder like as I've been scrolling past. I think and it's Shudder or something. It has
0: 48 reviews for the audience score and it's at 89%. So Ooh.
1: See it like, had something about some priest doing something or I'm like oh, So
0: in The back. Retaliators, an upstanding pastor uncovers a dark and twisted underworld as he searches for answers surrounding his daughter's brutal murder. A high-octane original soundtrack and cameos from some of the biggest names in rock music set the tone as this horror thriller reveals a game of revenge played using a new set of rules.
1: Oh, maybe Michael that,
0: Lombardi, maybe Mark Menchaka, Joseph Gatt, Star, Five Finger Death Punch, Tommy Lee, yeah. Papa Roach, Blue well, Ice, Nine Kills, Corey Marks, Escape the <laughs> Fate, All Good Things, and more appear on screen.
1: Yeah, that's whenever I read that, I'm like. Uh... That's a real weird way of selling your movie.
0: Right. I, I might actually want to check this out.
1: That yeah, sounds you like it you, could be fun.
0: It and see if it's any good. But. Yeah, it, it sounds like it could be fun. What do we got next?
1: And I wonder just how many... Uh, well, I mean, I guess you know the critics partly like it, but I wonder how many um, fans of those bands rate it up just for having some of their people in it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Curse of the Cat People... 1944. Damn, you know all about this one. Um, I don't.
0: I've only ever seen the original.
1: Yeah, it's directed
0: by Robert Wise. Interesting. Yep, not seen it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm even reading the synopsis, and I don't see what makes this a Christmas movie.
1: Oh, Oliver Reed's in it too, huh?
0: Yeah. So I'm not really sure. I don't have anything to say about it. Hang
1: on, 1944. Oliver Reed. He must have been really young in this.
0: Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on.
1: Oliver Reed is the name of the character.
0: Yes, Kent Smith played Oliver Reed.
1: I thought it was the actor. I'm like,
0: (laughs) he must be really young. Okay, not seen it. Okay, me either. So next up is number seven, uh, 2019's The Lodge, with a 75% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Not seen it. Let me read this synopsis. It does not sound familiar. But let's see. Uh, During a family retreat to a remote winter cabin over the holidays, the father is forced to abruptly depart for work, leaving his two children in the care of his girlfriend, Grace. Isolated and alone, a blizzard traps them inside the lodge as terrifying events summon specters from Grace's dark past. So I have no idea, never seen it, don't care to. It sounds boring as shit.
1: Um, it might be all right. I might watch okay. it if I find it on there somewhere. Next up. Oh, okay, this is another one. I'm scrolling uh, should I, watch? I have seen this one. Oh, and is it worth my time? I'm sorry. I... It is 2022's uh, Santa Robot Horror Christmas yeah. Bloody Christmas.
0: So this is only worth your time if you're looking for a dumb-as-shit horror movie. Like awesome. This is a military-grade robot Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That comes to life and kills people, so it's stupid, it's fun, and I enjoy the hell out of it because it's just that stupid, yeah, um, just turn your brain off and just yeah exactly it's it's I, if you just want a slasher film with lots of blood and guts and stupid acting, it's great,
1: yeah, um yeah, I mean, that's the sort of thing, like whenever I say you know there's certain movies to you turn your brain off. I think yep. there also has to be a certain amount of quality in other areas that makes up for that line. Uh, right, and
0: I I appreciate this movie enough. Like, yes, absolutely, you can turn your brain off and just watch a stupid slasher flick with a robot Santa. But legitimately, there's no redeeming qualities about this movie. I don't know why I enjoyed it as much as I do. I, I, I don't have any reason for liking this movie as much as I did, but I, I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Uh, well, that's a lot of deep in- introspection there, Jim. Thanks for that. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't ever know what to say.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you can, if, I, if I like something, I can usually point out why.
0: Yeah, I really, say. legitimately, I cannot find any redeeming qualities in the movie, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh,
1: next up, I'll leave this one to you. I assume you've seen the next one. I have. Uh, it sounds like something right up your alley.
0: Why? Is that because it's a musical? Yep. Okay.
1: And is it? It is. Yeah. Sick.
0: So let's let's talk about this, Mark. Tell everybody what the movie is. Come on.
1: It's Anna and the Apocalypse 27. T- what
0: is its score on Rotten Tomatoes, Mark? Seventy-seven. Based on how many reviews do you think? Oh thirty-five. A hundred and twenty-eight, my friend. Ooh. And if we go to the audience score mark which is a thousand plus ratings what do you think we're at 75 63 mm-hmm.
1: okay. so this
0: is this is essentially a a young girl who goes to high school is dropped off and the zombie apocalypse breaks out right while she's in in school and it takes place during Chris during the Christmas holiday and there's a lot of singing and dancing. I think this is a fantastic fun movie. I love it. The the songs are fun. The characters are engaging and the ridiculous is absolutely ridiculous. There's one teacher in here, uh what the hell is his name? I, I I don't know. I don't see his picture right now. But he is just creepy as shit and he makes you just want to vomit. And he's just as shitty as you think he'd be. Like it, the casting is perfect. The actors are great. I cannot say enough good things about this movie. Yeah, I won't be watching it. Anyway, I know you hate musicals because you're so straight. I, we get it, Mark. Just <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> not my my thing. I, right? I know. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Okay. Uh, next one up. Jimmy, I think you made a post about the sequel for this, so maybe you should. Uh, talk, I absolutely did. Um, this one. So this is number four. We have an 86% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It is 1984's Gremlins absolute classic it is an absolute classic you know it is not an absolute classic mark
1: what the sequel i prefer the sequel
0: i think you're ridiculous and i have no more respect for you whatsoever the little I, bit i had was gone like
1: ever did I, <laughs> I i just like the sequel more because it's just even wackier than the first it is
0: it is absolutely wacky um my big thing is the the character you're supposed to feel sympathetic towards Gizmo. I think he's a pain in the neck and he's obnoxious in the second movie. He turns into Rambo. Spoiler. I know he does. And nobody cares.
1: Well, I mean, I don't really think Gizmo really is the protagonist.
0: Well, but the other thing I hate is in the sequel is that you, you would think that the characters would grow, but they make the same stupid mistakes. Oh, like like the the human characters in yes. the
1: sequel are yes. very much you know to the to the background. Yeah, they're they're it's not all about the crazy gremlins right. action. Um, and who cares about the humans? Right, Phoebe Cates serves no purpose but to walk around and scream. Yeah. And uh, the uh, Donald Trump stand-in, right? <laughs> but um. Yeah, no, it's just like, especially like the brainy Gremlin, like yep. he just fucking cracks me up. Uh, yeah, I just, he is great. I, 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 I maybe because I've seen Gremlins probably growing up more than Gremlins yep. too. That you know, it's if it's on TV, I might keep watching it. But I've seen it so many times. So
0: absolutely, uh, the original is a classic. So, Mark, I want to talk about number three for a little bit. Have you seen yeah. it? <sighs> okay, what is it?
1: It is the 2016. I'm, I'm actually surprised this is third place, but anyway. Um, Same I, I I suppose how many reviews for Better Watch Out?
0: What's the score? 88. Based off of? 20. 66. Oh. Hmm. So when we go to the audience score, though, Mark, we get up to 2,500 plus. What do you think their score is for the audience rating?
1: Um,
0: 70. 64. Yeah, close. I will tell you that the first time I saw this film, I felt dirty. The guy, Asa, the kid Asa, what's his name? Oh, Levi Miller. I'm sorry. I don't know why I wanted to call him Asa. Levi Miller plays the best and most depraved 12-year-old psychopath I think I've ever seen on film.
1: Um, he kind of reminds me of—I don't know if you've seen Funny Games.
0: I don't think I have. Uh,
1: the Michael Henneke movie or the remake, uh, but there, there's a couple of uh, antagonists there that kind of remind me of that same character, although, in the same similar sort of way. Just like, but I think in this movie it's a lot more disarming. I think the director does a really good job of yep. setting it up, yep, as if the kid is normal.
0: Right. Like he's a, he's a victim just like she is because you right. think somebody else is stalking them. But until, whenever,
1: they, whenever they do that switch, it's like, yep. wow, that's
0: yep. fantastic. I just watched this the other night and I obviously already know about the switch. Cause I've seen it a couple times already, mm-hmm. but it's still an effective film. And like his glee and I his like, enjoyment of being a psychopath comes through so strong. Like he, this kid is a phenomenal actor. I, I, mean, I, I haven't seen him in much other than this, but so I'll be honest with you. I pirated this movie way back when, when I had a jailbroken fire stick and it was called uh, safe neighborhood.
1: Mm, I prefer and, better watching it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It's a better title, but what I just, I felt so dirty after watching it the first time, but it's such a phenomenally well-made film. Like you see, you see how manipulative he is you see how much he could and how smart he is and my favorite is the ending i don't i mean what what year did this come out
1: 2016
0: okay so fuck you it's old enough when she flips him off as she's being brought into the ambulance i was just like yes that is the perfect ending for this film because he thought he did everything right until he finds out she duct taped her neck so that she wouldn't bleed to death
1: Yep, and that actress was in what M. Night Shyamalan movie? I don't know. Olivia Dejong? In The Visit.
0: Oh, with, she was one of the kids? Yep. Oh, I did I did not recognize her at all. Wow. I love that movie. That's one of the few M. Night Shyamalan movies I like.
1: Do, do you like the uh, kid rapping several times during the movie? No, not so much. Uh,
0: well, okay. It was really the, the diaper-eating scene that got me. You like, you like the musical stuff, so I thought I'd yeah, no. enjoy those. Ones. So next up, Mark, you're going to talk about this one because I've never seen it. Well, again, this is my
1: first time watch this week. Okay. Um, I don't know how I avoided it um, up until now. And this is a very different uh, <laughs> type of um Christmas horror movie. Uh, okay. This is... Um, the finish rare exports a Christmas tale. Okay. 24.
0: So, so Mark, this, what is its What is its rotten tomato score?
1: It is 89%.
0: Based on how many reviews do you think? Um,
1: 74,
0: 107. Wow. What do you think? Th- so with the audience score, we get up over 10,000 plus ratings. Wow. I think it's audience score is.
1: Um, 80. 70. I was gonna say 70. Damn it. <laughs> so, this one is actually a bit of a slow burn. So, um, the reason why I definitely was like, okay, I have to watch it this year because I've just avoided it for whatever reason, um, yep. is because I watched um the movie Sizu this year.
0: Oh, how I- was that? I haven't seen that yet. I keep meaning to watch it, but
1: oh well, I think I've talked about it in this podcast.
0: You probably have.
1: Um, it's fantastic. It's done by the same director as *Rare Exports. Okay. Um, it's a movie which, so, Sisu.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> kind of like this movie. It, it's actually a little slow to start off with. Um, okay. But, you know, what's great about having, you know, somebody from a different part of the world make a movie and shoot the movie in that lo- part of the world, get some wonderful landscapes that you don't normally see. Um right. Beautiful Um, finish, I believe. Landscapes. Um, Hey, Mark? Yes?
0: Um, How many more times are you going to say finish?
1: Um, What's it got to do with you? (laughs) I'll finish it when I want to finish it. Ah, ah, ah. Next? What do you mean next? I'm in the middle of talking. Okay, continue.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, I I phased out. What what were you saying?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, I'm glad you're so engaged. I know, right? So Only you when want, you talk. I, I pay you, attention when I talk. You want me to talk about Sisu or now? Uh,
0: no, I want you to talk about Rare Exports. We're not talking about Sisu. My going to ask me,
1: me how Sisu is.
0: I did. I did. But let's not bore them during Christmas.
1: Oh, yeah. Because this is so riveting.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: okay. So Rare Exports um, starts with um, a mountain in uh, Finland. Jim.
0: Is it a Finnish mountain?
1: It is a Finnish mountain. Oh, interesting. Um, where there is kind of this uh, eccentric guy who's hired people to um, take samples from it. Is um, he a Finnish guy? He is not a Finnish guy.
0: Oh. Because he speaks English. Yeah. Um, you don't
1: think
0: Finnish people can speak English? Are you saying they're stupid?
1: So, with this movie, you have certain mm. characters that speak English... But most mm-hmm. of the characters speak Finnish. Okay. So they're obviously drawing a line between the locals and the non locals. Okay, if you say so. How many languages can you speak, Jim?
0: Uh, I can speak two. Okay, go ahead. English and sarcasm.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't even do the second one well. <laughs> I'm, I'm neither the first one either. <clears throat> um, Probably so, not. So, uh, yeah, so they're taking samples from this mountain. Um, they've got, like, a uh, small kind of village type uh, at the bottom of the mountain who um, live off uh, basically hunting as their livelihood. Okay, um, People doing the excavation or whatever in the mountain find something, something happens um, that was in the mountain that gets out and then... Weird stuff happens in this little small Mark, village. Yep.
0: This movie's 13 years old. You can spoil it. It's okay.
1: No, I really don't want to spoil it because there's an interesting twist in it.
0: Okay.
1: About who you think it is.
0: It's. It looks like Santa's in a cage.
1: I'm not going to say anything else. But this <laughs> is very inventive, um, really well acted, especially even by the the main protagonist as a kid.
0: Right. Um,
1: yeah, and it's quite an emotional movie at certain points. Uh <laughs> Is well, that I'm going to hate it. Problem. Um, but there's a great character of from that kid from the start to the end, and yep. it is fantastical. And you know, it, it's not meant to be taken obviously hundred percent seriously, uh, but it is within the context of of the movie, right? So Correct. all the characters are playing it straight. Um. So yeah, definitely check out Rare Exports at Christmas. Mark, we've arrived at number 1. Okay, I'll I'll let you talk about this one.
0: So, I hate that this movie is on this list. What? I don't think this movie deserves to be on this list. I don't care what anybody says, but to me this is a Halloween movie. Is, is it basically what what time of year is it set at? It depends. It takes place from Christmas, or from new, uh, Halloween to Christmas. So if it's set at Christmas at a certain point, then it can be a Christmas movie, right? It can be, and that's a giant debate about this movie. But I'm, ta- I'm talking about, for my own personal experience and my own personal preferences, this is a Halloween movie. I will, granted, watch it any time of the year it's on, because it's fantastic. But we are talking about 1993's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, we have... A, a Rotten Tomato score, Mark, of 95. Yep. How many reviews do you think that's based off of? Oh, no, Jesus. 400. 108. Oh. Now let's talk about the audience score, Mark. You get up to 250,000 plus ratings. What do you think its audience score is?
1: Um, Was it 95, so I'm going to say 85.
0: 92 ooh yes and i will i have to say this the music is fantastic the claymation is amazing the visuals are phenomenal this is a fantastic stop-motion film however the characters are from halloween town and they try to invade christmas starting at the end of halloween so it takes place from halloween to christmas it's a great transition film i just don't I've never considered it a Christmas movie, even though I know they say it's both. Well, it is both. It, it really is, but I don't... I don't consider it both. I see it as a Halloween movie. Um... Mark, what did you think? I mean, it's good.
1: It's it, yeah. You know, it, when I was a little younger, I mean, I wasn't a kid whenever I saw this, but I was a little bit more probably... Uh, I can put up with it more. <laughs> um, a little less jaded, is what you're saying. oh well, yeah. I mean, your your taste changed. Mine got more and more in our um, But yeah, <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, yep. Well, I'll say, okay. It's really good. I think we've been journeying people. I, I find it's fine. Um, entertaining enough. Uh, I do think it's this is much a Christmas. You know, I think it was probably some sort of genius you know, of their marketing department mm-hmm. to say, hey, we can sell this stuff at Christmas and Halloween. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, everybody's seen it. So, we've reached the end of our list. Mm-hmm. What else did you want to talk about? Um, So there's another
1: uh, Christmas horror movie which I watch usually every year. Okay. Which is Santa's sleigh.
0: Ah, yes. The fantastic Bill Goldberg.
1: Oh, he's so gorgeous.
0: (laughs) If there ever was a perfect physical specimen.
1: You heard of here first, folks. (laughs) But uh, Santa's sleigh is just so much
0: fun. Yeah, uh, I agree. It is fantastic. I, I saw that for the first time last year. It,
1: it almost makes a nice double bill with Krampus. Yep. That sort of absurdist
0: yep. horror
1: agreed. stuff. Um, One of the best Christmas horror openings.
0: Yep, agreed with Fran Drescher and James Kahn It's fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at a couple of lists here to see if there's anything else obvious we missed. Oh, ATM. Ginger Dead Man,
0: there you, there you go. Yep, I I will say the f- the one and only one that I enjoy in that series is Ginger Dead Man, Passion of the Crust. Well, of course, I mean, everybody
1: agrees that it's the best of the... Uh,
0: of course, it's the best of the
1: worst. dies, yeah.
0: Yeah. I am curious to see Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bomb, but I haven't seen that yet.
1: Uh, well, we know what uh, Santa's going to be bringing you.
0: <laughs> I doubt it. Nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Tim? Yeah, you got anything else?
1: Let me just see here.
0: Uh, Christmas Evil. Better watch out. Talked about uh, it. There's a British slasher. Or what it's called. Is, is it's called. that Luna? Or is that your fan? No, that's
1: That's me. That's my finger.
0: Are you tapping on the microphone? What is that? No, I, I'm going down this list. Sorry. God, you couldn't just get a scroll wheel on your mouse like a normal human being? No, I don't have a mouse. Why? That What's wrong with it? you? What do you mean? Everybody has a mouse. Nobody no. uses the the keys. I did. There's something seriously wrong with you, Mark. No. Okay. Uh, um... You know, I got, somebody told me I, they, they were worried about me being a psychopath. Well, um, I, of course. Where is it? Oh, I think it was Carlos, actually, our friend Carlos Rivera. Mm-hmm. He, uh, somebody told him that, <laughs> that, that he was just horrible because of his deaths in his books. And I said, you're not horrible. You just give them what they deserve. And he says, no, some of them didn't deserve it. You must be a psychopath if you think they deserved it. Well, correct? Yeah.
1: No, not untrue. I don't open till Christmas. I think that's what it is. I have not seen that one. It's a 1984 British Splasher. Mm-hmm. i man okay. in a suit and a woman in an alleyway to have sex in a car. Or stabbed to death by a man wearing a grinning translucent mask during a party. Another man dressed like Santa has a spear thrown through his head. Oh, this is a guy that goes around killing Santa Clauses. Oh, so you should like it since you hate uh, Christmas. Indeed, you're like the Melania Trump <laughs> of this podcast. I don't get the reference. Uh, She was caught on tape saying, Who gives a fuck about Christmas and the stupid decorations?
0: Oh, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, that'd be me. Yeah. Uh, I don't have
0: her money, though. Or her husband. Thank God for small favors. But that's (laughs) for another podcast.
1: Uh, Okay. Um, That is all I have for the Christmas...
0: Okay.
1: I do have a couple of other movies I've watched. Why don't we save that for the
0: live? Nah, I don't want to talk about it. Now. Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh, it's only a couple, of it, anyway.
0: Everything that I've watched this week, we talked about on these lists,
1: so. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> have you
1: seen nope. 1991's The Boneyard? No. This was a very interesting movie. Okay. Uh, um, It stars probably somebody who you know more than I do. The name of this person. The Boneyard. Okay. It has... Phyllis Diller? I love Phyllis Diller. Yeah, I thought you would.
0: Hmm. She plays Miss Poopinplatz. Why do I know that name? I, I don't know. Children turn into zombies wreak havoc on a coroner's building with just a burned-out psychic, inexperienced cop, and two coroners to stop the madness. Is that the one? Yep, Phyllis Diller, Mrs. Poopinplats.
1: This is a yeah. very, I, I feel this is very kind of a unique movie.
0: Um, it sounds like it's right up my alley.
1: It, apparently, um, I was reading on like IMDb trivia or something. It was um, that you, you could get it with uh, different sleeves, one that says yep. horror and one that says comedy. Yep. Um, there's not a lot of comedy in this movie, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I don't know why um even though they have a an extremely large poodle at the end <laughs> but but for most of the um movie i think it's played pretty straight sure. um i find it interesting because the main so we have like the, the lead detective who's this older gray-haired you know guy in his probably the 60s it knows he's got, so he, huh Ed Nelson. Sure. And he's got like a younger partner with him, but the start of it is him going into this house and um, this older, larger woman chases one of them out, right? And it turns out that she's a psychic. Okay. You just don't get to see like older, middle-aged, pretty overweight women in that sort of joint leading role. Right. That's... She's not played as a joke.
0: Oh, her. Yeah, okay. I know that face. I've seen her before. And she was really good in it. Yeah? Um, and Norman Fell, our favorite from uh, Three's Companies, is in it? In fact, I think there's only one
1: younger actress in it, and she's not in it very... Well, she is a little bit. Um, and then we have some kind of zombie-ish kids, but the makeup's great on them. Yeah, um, um, I really like this. Yeah, I, I, I need to look this up. Where did you watch it? I saw this. It was either on Amazon Prime. I think it was Amazon Prime.
0: Okay, I'll have to look it up because I that looks like something I would really enjoy, especially after seeing that poodle.
1: Yeah, and that, that leads you to think it's going to be something really wacky. Yeah, and. There's comedic elements in it, but I I mean, to say, you could just say this is a straight comedy or a straight horror. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, Okay. Uh, So that's a definite recommend. Yep. So the next one's a really weird one, I I guess keeping in somewhat of the uh, snowy uh, Christmas tradition. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched um, twenty. 13's um, The Devil's Past Okay Also known as the Dyatlov Pass Incident
0: Oh, the so, Dyatlov Pass, yeah
1: So this is um, a Rennie Harlan movie of all people Okay uh, And it's a found footage movie Okay um, Now this is 13... 14 years after Blair Witch Project. Right. But they absolutely, almost to a T, copied the Blair Witch Project until maybe the last quarter.
0: And you understand what happened to the Death Off Pass, right?
1: Um, yeah, some people died. <laughs> it's
0: a little more... It's a little weirder well, than that. But well, yes. I, mean,
1: I know it from what they said in the movie.
0: Yeah, so this was... So there was a group of people that were, that were hiking or something in the middle of snow, and they, they don't know why. But for whatever reason, they um, they left their tent and got undressed, and they found them dead in various poses in various states of undress. Like, they left the tent with no shoes. Yeah. They left with no socks. It was just very, very strange. Like, none of it made much sense. Hmm.
1: Yes. So it's about a documentary crew from America going over there to try and figure out what happened. Right. Again, this has got the same structure as the Blair Witch Project. We have okay, that's fair. like the, the main woman, girl, who's doing like a class and she's wanting to do this project on it. So mm-hmm. she brings along like a camera guy and this guy and, you know, they all go there and then all of a sudden, um, you know, they get lost and who, and then there's things outside their tents. And right. like, I'm like, this is just the Blair witch project up a mountain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But with that, like the characters are like really annoying. Okay. Like, really annoying. So, so um, like
0: that, the right or whatever that movie was, we watched the shrine.
1: No, the, the shrine uh, those characters were well developed and interesting. Um, no, these were all like, again, you would think it was almost like a really crappy, no name director, 2003 Blair Witch Project knockoff. Okay. Um, but this is 2013. So I have no idea like what the hell they're thinking. Like, <laughs> um, and then the. They find out kind of what's going on, and none of that makes any sense. And they don't like, they try and tie everything into this certain thing that's happening, but there's no real resolution. Um, This was not good at all. Okay. Unfortunately,
0: it's
1: a shame. Mm -hmm. Because I like Randy Harlan in general. Yep. And I like some found pretty stuff. What else you got? That's it.
0: Okay, so I have f- two books I want to talk about. One I don't think I've mentioned yet, right? And the other one I know I haven't mentioned yet. So the first book I wanted to talk about was Anika Rising, which is the, f- the fourth book in the Gretel series by Christopher Coleman. And unfortunately, I have to say that at this point where this book takes place, I'm sick of all of the tropes. I'm sick of everybody knowing, just knowing where to go, to to come to the resolution they need. I'm sick of the trials and tribulations they have to endure just to get there rather than, you know, an emotional story. it It's all become fodder and it's boring. I, I did not enjoy this book like I did the previous three in this series because it's just more of the same. There's nothing new. There's nothing inventive other than the main character who you thought was dead at the end of the third book coming back to life. Spoiler. Yeah. Um. The book I really want to talk about, Marcus, because I think you'll like this one, is called "Baby Fights" by Robert Essig.
1: Hmm.
0: Have, have we talked about it yet? No. Okay, so this book is very interesting. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be. I was expecting some weird baby fight club thing, right? <laughs> and and while you do get that, um, I'm it's hard more. How did that even happen, though? So. I don't want to ruin it because it's a very short read and it's very quick and it's very enjoyable. It's a little on the graphic side for some people that have a problem with that. And I generally don't like the more splatter punk extreme horror stuff. Mm -hmm. But this one I enjoyed. Um, So essentially this guy and his friends are getting high and talking about ways to make money. And they realize, hey, we could make babies fight each other to the death. So they this guy, the main character and his friend start abducting children. Like infants and getting them high on angel dust <laughs> and putting them in a fight ring until they kill each other. How old are these kids? Um no older than 2 generally. <laughs> so it's a bit on the absurdist side, yeah. right? So well, that it sort of it sort of gives you a little bit of levity, right? Well, but it's it's not so much about the babies as it is about the the adults that are part of this world right and their depravity and their just everything that goes on with them um the babies honestly you don't even hear much about their fighting until the the last part of the book mm. so um I, I was really disturbed and had to turn the book off a couple times because it does get quite graphic and and a little disgusting um But I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of the book in in total. I really did.
1: Hmm. Impressive.
0: And then I think that was it, because I think I already talked about The Laughing Policeman by Elizabeth J. Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for me. Okay. So everybody, if you celebrate holidays around this time of year, happy holidays to you. Yep. From both Mark and myself.
1: If you get a day or two off work for whatever reason, so it's a good thing.
0: Yep, absolutely. And we will talk to you soon. Next year, maybe. Yes. I don't know if it's going to be that long. Is uh, it? Yeah, probably. 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 Yeah. So we'll talk to you next year. Maybe we'll do a year in review, or we do have something very exciting coming up, Mark, that I'm excited about. Do you want? To yeah, ta- one, you want to give them a little
1: teaser? Some, then at some point.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk? You want to give a little teaser? <laughs> Well, why don't you? Because you're the one that um, asked on the message from... uh... Right. So we had somebody that's been a guest on the show before. Her name is Kaz. Came up with an idea, and I really like it. I think it's going to be fun. We're going to invite a few of our author friends back, and we're going to have a little bit of a roundtable about horror and what we find horrifying and that sort of stuff. And then we're going to try and come up with our own little story. Jim, did you uh, check that link I sent you? I have not watched the whole thing. I've not had time to sit down and watch the whole thing yet, but I did. I did watch about thirty minutes of it so far. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, I don't so know who the female author is that supposedly writes. The book. Yeah, I don't know who she is. I've never read anything by her.
1: It, it's weird that I can I can remember their names. Well, obviously, yeah. I, I know the the main players uh, like Ramsey Campbell and stuff. I can remember the names because I watched this. I recorded this whenever I was younger, right. and I, I just watched it over and over again. This was, uh, just to pull the curtain back a little bit, Um, back, oh God, I don't even know when it was, probably in the early 90s, maybe, Um, Maybe. on Halloween in the UK, uh, the BBC did, I think it was the BBC, uh, or one of the TV channels, um, did this Halloween special, and this is the way they should do it, rather than these, like, oh, 100 scariest moments. This is something way more interesting, where they got a round table of John Carpenter, uh-huh. uh, Clyde Barker, uh, Roger Corman, uh, Peter Atkins, Ramsey Campbell, uh, Lisa Tuttle. Is that it? Am I forgetting anyone? Yeah, that sounds right. I can't think of anybody you might have been, you might be missing. So, so all these great creators and writers of horror, and mm-hmm. they just sit around a table, um, smoking their cigars, <laughs> having a dinner, and just kind of yeah. talking about like horror in general, what scares them, and what yep. they think evil is. And then towards the end of it, they decide, hey, we're going to um, come up with a story. Uh, What we'll do is we'll just take turns. I'll come up with, like, hey, this is the start. And then, you know, the person on my right just picks it up from there and just Mm -hmm. see how that story evolves. So, like, you can find this on YouTube. It's called R Cafe.
0: I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. I won't tell you who's coming back on, but it'll be a few of the authors we've already had. I hope so they're
1: better than we are.
0: I well. hope they are too, because I've heard you're you getting creative. It's not fun. What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, on that note, everybody, have a great holiday season, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Merry Xmas to the rest of us. Festivals. Indeed. Okay.